guys, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I am your host, Maria Benz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Okay, so before we get started, I wanted to invite you to our sales page masterclass. This is the ultimate sales page roadmap that you are going to need if you are launching an online course, if you are a one-on-one coach, a group coach, if you're launching a mastermind, or if you are launching a membership. What's the point of doing so much promotion on Instagram and Facebook for weeks and you're leading everybody to your sales page. But if your sales page does not have the elements that it needs from a human psychology perspective, if it doesn't have the copy that your customers needs to read, you're not gonna be able to make that sale. Or let me back up a little bit. You're not gonna be able to make as many sales as you should. So I invite you to join us again February 18th. And if you use the code podcast, you get a $75 discount. Okay. So visit mbmagency.com slash sales class. I'll see you there. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to talk about today's topic. So for the month of January, I really want to focus on mindset and getting your mindset right because it's a brand new year. Um, you know, 2019 just ended, a uh, decade just ended. I feel this energy in the air where a chapter has closed and a new one is opening. Raise your hand if you feel the same way. And most likely, if you're in business, if you have a side hustle, you're sitting down looking at what went right and what went wrong in 2019, and you're sitting down and creating these massive goals for 2020. I am sure like everyone, you're probably like, I'm going to make 2020 my best year yet. I'm going to have amazing income streams. If your side hustle is still a side hustle, you're like, I'm going to take this thing full time. If you are a business newbie and you're kind of like, am I going to keep this thing afloat this year? This episode is for you. And especially, especially if you're in those beginning phases of business, because today I want to talk about the secret to success. When I was growing up, and I feel like whenever there was a conversation about successful business owner, these are the type of things that were said about them or was said about business. Now, I don't know directly verbatim if I've heard this from other people, but this is kind of what I understand is the mind frame of a lot of people. People think that in order to have a successful business, that those people, those rich people, have figured out some sort of secret that the rest of us haven't figured out. And, you know, people are searching for the tips and tactics and they're watching people's YouTube videos and they're like, there must be something that they're not telling me. There must be something that they're holding to themselves and they're keeping it to themselves because they don't want other people to have success. Or... To have a successful business and to be a successful business owner, you must have the highest IQ ever. You must be the most intelligent, the most smartest person in the room to have a mind that works in this way to create something successful. 
Let me know if this resonates with you. Send me a message on Instagram, DM me, Facebook me, and be like, hey, I'm listening to your podcast and that beginning I totally can relate. I've seen that in my life, whether it's you believed it yourself, your parents, your teachers, or people around you. That was a common belief. And before I get into these three topics that I'm going to talk about that I believe create a successful business, I wanted to share a story and paint another picture in your head to see if you can relate to any of this. But growing up, I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit. I always had these ideas of ways to make money or, you know, just these ideas to kind of create a presence online. And I would, most of them, I would get these ideas late at night when I couldn't sleep. And I would get so excited. I would write out a plan. I would do all this research on it. I would like write it all down and be so excited, whether it been creating a new business, selling something, or I was really into like videography at a certain point of time. So like writing a script, some sort of short series and like creating it with my friends. When I had these ideas in my head and I could literally feel the fire in my heart, I felt so passionate about it. And I was like, this is like going to be such a great idea. And then I went to sleep on it. And then I woke up in the morning and in the morning, the thoughts were like, no, but it's not going to work out because X, Y, and Z. Who do I think I am? I'm, you know, 16 years old, 17 years old, just 22 years old. Like I'm way too young for this to be successful. Right. And in in your words, maybe it would be like, I'm way too old to try something new. I'm way too old to have a career change. I'm too old to have a side hustle. Or I was thinking like, yeah, but I don't have any experience in this. Why do I think that I could be successful in this? I would wake up after a night of being so passionate about an idea and I could just envision like three years ahead and I could envision what could happen and just the possibilities of it. But then I would wake up in the morning with all of these negative thoughts and all of these limiting beliefs of why it wouldn't work out, why I wouldn't be successful in this. And then I just wouldn't do it. You know how many ideas I buried and did not do because of limiting beliefs? Tons, tons of ideas that looking back at it now, they would have been successful if I was in the right mindset and if I had these three steps, but I didn't. So I didn't go after my dreams. How many dreams do you have buried? How many dreams and ideas have come to you? How many visions have come to you that you just felt such a fire in your heart You knew you were going to be so good at it. You were so excited to do it. But then all these thoughts started to creep in. All of these what ifs. You know, what is so-and-so going to say? What if this doesn't work out? And just all of the reasons that why it could possibly not work out. I want to challenge you for 2020 for that not be your story anymore. Do not bury any more of your dreams. Do not bury any more of your vision. If God put something on your heart and you feel so passionate about it, let me tell you from experience, that most likely is a part of your purpose here on earth. 
So going back to what I was talking about in the beginning, about how so many people think that there is some sort of secret that business owners have, that successful people have found the secret to life, and they're just not telling any of us, or, and or, you know, they're just super, super smart, and you are nowhere near that IQ level, so how can you expect something from yourself like that? So going back to that story, in my experience of having this podcast, I've been able to talk to tons of business owners, tons of entrepreneurs, seven-figure entrepreneurs specifically, multi-six-figure entrepreneurs from my own experience and from reading any sort of book on entrepreneurship, business, success, do you know what the common denominator in that is? The, the secret to life, if you will. It's your mindset. It's your mindset. And your mindset, if it's negative or if it's positive, is going to have a huge, huge, giant effect on your life and the trajectory of your life and your journey here on earth. And maybe you're like, mindset? It's so simple? It's that simple? It sounds simple, but it's not simple. Mindset is something that you have to continually work on every single day. And that's why I believe that entrepreneurs are so into self-development because we understand how important to have the right mind, a right and sound mind is to the success of our business. And there's so much that goes into mindset, which I'm going to dive in in a little bit, but That is why I named my podcast the Marketing Mindset Podcast. And I say this in every single intro that I believe that in order to have a successful business, you need first the right marketing plan, but then also the right mindset. And that is 100% true. That is just unquestionable. If you have the wrong mindset, if you have a limiting belief mindset and you only think negative about yourself and your business, you're not going to get anywhere. But if you start being positive, you start speaking life, you're going to see a gigantic change. I've personally experienced this myself multiple times. My entrepreneur friends have experienced this. This is true. And I don't want you to exit out of this podcast right now and be like, okay, that's not what I need. No, listen to me, please. If you are not at six figures, if you're not at seven figures, listen to me because this will change your life. This will change your 2020. If you want to reach those big crazy goals in 2020, please listen to this podcast because I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I feel like I have never gotten this passionate on a podcast episode before, but this, this is real. This is real life. And it's just crazy how much things could change once you change your mindset. And let me paint it to you this way. So going back to those stories when I was younger and I had these amazing ideas that I would get so passionate about, so excited about, and then wake up the next morning and all of the thoughts that came through my head were just limiting beliefs. So of course, you know, if you have experienced that, of course, you're going to start thinking about all the reasons why this is not going to work out. You're going to think about all the reasons why, you know, what you need to look out for, all the reasons why this isn't going to work out. But imagine being put in that position and you wake up in the morning after having this amazing idea and you're like, yes, things could go wrong. This might not work out, but 
What do I need to do to make this happen? How can I make this happen? Let me write out a timeline and a step-by-step process to help me get there realistically. Who can help me make this happen? What do I need to do to make this happen? Do you see? I feel like even in this example, you can start seeing the mind shift and the energy shift, if I'm being honest. And I don't know your religious beliefs, but I'm a Christian, so I'm going to explain it in, you know, a Christian person's point of view. But if you're reading any sort of mindset books, this is typically said like, oh, the universe says this. It's a very a very similar concept on either side of the spectrum. But when you wake up or and when you have an idea and you're talking about your business, your business goals, and you start speaking negatively, you start speaking all of the things that why it wouldn't happen. You are basically prophesying over yourself. You're putting that out into the universe. You're putting it out into the spiritual realm. And you're inviting that negativity and that negative energy to come take hold of this idea. But if you start speaking life and you're like, hey, God, I thank you for this idea This came from you and I thank you for this idea. How are we going to get there? Help me get there. And you're like, hey God, thank you for my next 100K dollars with this idea because I know it came from you and I'm feeling this passion and this inspired because I know that it came from you. How are we going to do this? And you start speaking life into it and you start just speaking of what you're going to do, what you're going to accomplish. You're prophesying good things into your business. You're completely shifting the spiritual energy around your business with the words that you are saying. And then you also start looking at things a different way. Instead of looking for all the reasons why it's not going to work out, you're going to be like, okay, what kind of opportunities do I need to make this thing work? What do I need to do to fulfill this? What kind of things do I need to do? And you know what? You put that out there. You put that out into the universe. You put that out to God and be like, hey, God, I am looking for these opportunities. Help me and guide me to get these opportunities. And you know what? Those opportunities, I can't explain it, but those opportunities are going to come your way because your mindset is different and you're going to be looking out for those opportunities. Even when you see a small little thing where you're like, oh my gosh, wait, that's an opportunity? You're going to go after it when if you were in a negative mindset, when you saw like a little thing, you would have never even noticed it. Does that make sense? You're going to come to a point where you're searching out for those opportunities. And if they're not just popping up in your lap, you're going to go out there and make those opportunities happen for yourself. And if you do it with confidence and with the mindset of this is going to work, this is going to work. That is the number one key to success is your mindset. Once I started realizing this and once I started implementing these mindset practices and beliefs into my business, my whole entire world changed. I literally went from zero to 100K in less than a year. That is insane. And I honestly, honestly, that is thanks to mindset, thanks to changing my mindset. So that is the number one thing that you really need to focus on. If you've never worked on your mindset, um, I'm going to have a couple of resources for you to get started with to really 
help you get there. And of course, I'm going to be talking about mindset on the podcast the next few weeks. But once you get your mindset right, it doesn't stop there. There's two more things that I feel like are really, really integrated. If you do them together with the mindset, you're going to be successful no matter what. But so anyways, going back to the same exact story when I was a teenager, I can literally picture this in my room. Um, It was in a house that my parents had bought when I was like a freshman year. I had the downstairs bedroom. I had my full size bed. I had a table right by my bed. And then I had like a little piano keyboard. I remember. I remember sitting at that table just writing in notes and notes and notes of ideas in my notebook and researching things. Like I said, whether that be an e-commerce store, whether that be creating a screenwriting movie kind of thing with my friends, whether that be monetizing my MySpace page, right? If you know that story. I would just get all these ideas and the ideas would flow out of me where I look back on it and it's like, I feel like those ideas were not my own. I feel like those ideas were given to me by God and kind of, you know, input there because they were just flowing out. I didn't even have to like think hard, right? Okay, these ideas were just flowing out and how sad it is that my mindset wasn't right. And I mean, of course, I'm a, I was still a teenager, young adult I, I didn't know what I if I really had what it takes, right? And it makes sense for a teenager to have limiting beliefs. But as we grow into adulthood, into our 20s, into our 30s, um, those limiting beliefs are there if you don't work on them. I still see people that I interact with that are in their 40s and their 50s that they never, ever even thought about working on mindset. They don't even know it's a thing. These limiting beliefs have followed them for years upon years. And now they live this life where... They wish they could have another life, but they are just not in the mindset to change it because they've already developed these limiting beliefs for such a long time. So it's like they're going to need a lot of mindset work basically is what I'm talking about. But going back and if I change my mindset, right, if I woke up one day and I was like, hey, actually, this is a great idea. I'm going to look at it completely differently. I am worth it. I'm going to try my hardest. Maybe I don't have experience in, in this yet. Maybe I haven't made X amount ever before. But I'm going to make this happen. And I'm going to you know, thank God for the ideas. I'm going to think positive. I'm going to go out for these opportunities. And my mindset is great. My mindset is positive. What's the next step? What's the next thing that's going to actually you know, change the trajectory of where you're going. So the next thing, it sounds simple, but again, hear me out, okay? So the next thing is just doing the darn thing, okay? And again, like I said, I know that sounds simple, but I cannot tell you how many people I come in contact with that have these ideas and are like so excited about them. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do about it? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I just don't have time right now. And they just come up with so many excuses of why they're not going to do it. Or they take a step forward and then, you know, they kind of got a website going. They kind of got something started, but they never finished it. And they kind of took a step back and they're not actually doing the thing. It's holding you back. I have talked to so many countless people, some of you who listen to this podcast, I'm going to be completely honest where I'm talking to you, 
and you are scared to do the thing. You're scared to do your idea and you're coming up with so many reasons and excuses of why you can't do the thing right now. But if you started today working on it little by little, imagine how far ahead you would be in a year from now than if you waited six months from now or if you waited a year you know, from now to get started. How much further ahead could you be if you started today, even if you don't have time? You know what? When I started my freelance business, I was working full time and I just had a brand new baby and I knew that I wanted to take this business full time. So I was working on my lunch breaks. I was working at night after Theo went to sleep and I was working on the weekends. If you want this to happen, you have to put in the work. So are you ready to do the thing? To actually put in the work. Stop with your excuses. When people tell you and you're listening to this podcast and you are coming up with thoughts of like why you are the exception, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be blunt. You are not the exception. That is an excuse. If you really truly wanted to do this, then do it already. All right. So are you going to do the dang thing? Are you going to do it? Are you just going to be like, I'm cutting out all the excuses. I'm going to go after my dreams. Um, however little or big that step is going to be, I'm just going to do it and I'm going to go after it. Okay. So then if you do that, I have another story for you and how you can kind of make sure you're being successful and that you're staying consistent with it. Okay. You ready? Ready for another story time. So let me take you back to when I was 17 years old and I decided to just do the dang thing and, you know, go after what I was passionate about but it didn't work out. And I'm going to tell you why it didn't work out. And that's the third piece to this puzzle. So I was 17 years old. I ended up graduating high school a little bit early. Let me tell you that. Because as soon as I said 17 years old, and I'm going to tell you I was in college, you're going to be like, what? But um, I was attending at FITM, which is the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, which is a fashion school. But my major was visual communication. So this was basically advertising and marketing in a visual form a lot of graphic design a lot of photoshop and in one of my classes there was a girl who if you remember if you might know the san francisco i think san francisco rapper little debbie um uh, this is her (laughs) she was in my class and she mentioned that she started an online boutique and she was talking about how successful it is And, you know, kind of how it kind of replaced her job at the time while she was in school. And I was like, huh. Like I said, I was always very entrepreneurial spirited. So I was like, heck, if she can do it, so can I. So I really started thinking about this project. And I think this is probably one of the first projects, first ideas that I came to my parents with because before, you know, kind of growing up, I felt so embarrassed to come to my parents with my ideas and projects and passions. Like I kind of most of the time kept them to myself, but I think this might have been the very first project and idea that I came to my mom about when I told her that I wanted to start an online boutique. And my mom was super excited about it. She was super encouraging. She told me to just go after it, find out what I need to do. And she helped me a lot with it. So I spent so many months prepping for this project. Now, we didn't have a huge budget to start with to start getting 
merchandise to start buying it whole stock. So we decided to go the dropship route. So me at 17 years old, I'm like researching how to do dropshipping, how to create a website, how to create an e-commerce store. And this ended up being my very first website, official website that I ever created. And it was this e-commerce store right? So I started at first, I just wanted to just do some trendy clothes for teenagers that would be affordable. And you know, people would want to buy and they don't have to be super crazy quality. It was more of like a forever 21 type of thing, right? So we started researching drop shipping, we started creating this website, I called it Maria XO, because I just couldn't think of any other creative names, I guess. And I remember I finished the website and our official launch date was July 07. Or not 07 as in the year, but July. It was 0707. I remember that. July 7th is when we launched it. And I can't remember the year. It must have been 2012, I think, maybe 2013. Um, but we launched it July 7th, I remember. And there's so many things that went wrong that like I could probably do a whole nother podcast episode. But basically, you know, I started with the idea of having it be more Forever 21 type. But then, you know, we found drop shippers for like expensive purses. And then we're like, oh, maybe we should have menswear on here. And the website just ended up being like a cluster full of things that did not make sense together. Like I didn't have my niche, right? I didn't have my niche down. It was like trendy, cheaper things to like luxurious, expensive things. And it was kind of all over the place. That was one problem that I had. And unfortunately at the time, I was not super into marketing, so I was like, hey, I have no idea how to get traffic to this store. I'm just going to spam all of my friends and family and family friends and let them know that I started the store. And of course, people were like, oh my gosh, congratulations. And I sat there and I was like waiting for sales to come through, but they didn't. Um, I did get start getting proactive. I reached out to a 17 magazine editor, started emailing back and forth with her. I got in touch with a very famous YouTuber, fashion YouTuber, that the YouTuber was like, okay, yes, I can showcase your products. I will, um, you know, showcase it in like a month or two because she had her schedule that she needed to kind of post videos for other companies before then. I was being proactive. I set up a booth at like a uh, like a little concert that we had in the area. So I was being proactive. But this is where I got disappointed. I launched it and I was so excited for when we launched it and I thought my friends would support it. I thought, you know, people that I knew would support it. And I launched it and I sat there for sales, like waiting, like so many of you maybe that have mentioned to me, like you launched this website and you're so excited for it to go out into the world and you put it out there and like literally you hear crickets. No one comes, no one buys and you're like, what am I doing wrong? So I started, you know, I woke up with an idea. I decided to go for it. I actually did the dang thing and now I'm here. I'm doing it and I'm not seeing the results fast enough. I'm not seeing the results fast enough and I got so disappointed and I started getting discouraged and I started getting these limiting beliefs back in, back into my head. And instead of looking at the situation and being like, 
okay, why is this not working? What do we need to change for this to work? What am I doing wrong? Should I relook at our product? Should I relook at the website? Should I uh, study marketing? <laughs> and I'll learn how to get people to the site. This was like before Instagram and things like that. So marketing, online marketing was completely different. But instead of relooking at it and kind of trying to figure out and be consistent and keep going, I didn't. I was like, I shut down. I shut down the store. I shut down the domain. I stopped talking about it. And I was embarrassed. I was so embarrassed that it didn't work out. We ended up, so we ended up having some stuff drop shift. And my mom did invest like over $1,000 to get products shipped to our house. So for that entire year after that, all of my friends got, you know, gifts from our shop. And we ended up having a garage sale to just like get rid of these things. But I remember feeling like so embarrassed that it wasn't working. And instead of trying and re-looking at things, I just shut it down. And it was so disappointing because when I first started, I could remember driving back from fashion school and feeling so cool that I'm starting this online boutique, that I'm getting my foot into the door, into the industry that I wanted to be in. And, you know, I'm just imagining myself as a young entrepreneur, as a young successful entrepreneur. I don't have to have a real job. This is the time, maybe around the time that I, Sophia Amoroso came out with Girl Boss. Maybe it was a little bit later. But, um, you know, I'm just like imagining myself. I don't have to have like... I don't have to end up getting a real, real job. I think at that point I was working retail. I was like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. This is going to be amazing. I could just like envision in my head how life was going to be, which is how life is now, which is funny. But I envisioned it then and I thought it was going to be with that project. And when it all came crashing down, in my opinion, and it didn't come crashing down, I just barely made any sales. I barely made any sales and I thought I like what I expected is I had really unrealistic expectations, but I thought I was going to launch these things and things were just going to magically come flowing that I didn't have to do the work, I guess. I don't know what I was thinking, but I got so discouraged and I just shut it all shut it all off. And what I think would have been different to make that successful and for you to make what you're doing successful is to be consistent with it for a year. Whatever project you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever business you're trying to start, don't do it for a month and quit. Don't do it for two months and quit. Don't even do it for six months and quit. Give yourself a good year. Because now from experience, I know you need time and momentum to get things going. I know from working with other people and I know from people, from chatting people with the podcast, you're not gonna see results overnight. Overnight successes do not exist. Overnight successes have worked years for them to get where they are. And if you think you're going to get somewhere without putting in the work, like that's a harsh reality because that's not going to work. If I was consistent for a year, I think I could have made that thing work. I think I could have came to the table and been like, what is this not working? Let's change it. Let's restart again. Let's keep it going. But I decided to give up too early. But I think that if you give anything a good span of time, like a year I think is a very, very good consistent amount of time, it gives you a chance to relook at what you're doing, come up with new ideas, see what else you have to learn and study or maybe hire a marketing coach or things like that and kind of turn it around. So my top three things to having a successful business, this is the secret to success, is first of all, changing your mindset. 
Get a positive mindset. Stop limiting yourself based on the beliefs that you have about yourself. Start changing the thoughts that you're thinking. Start changing the words that you're speaking into life. Then the next thing is actually do it. Actually go for it because there's so many people who don't go for it. They just have this idea in their head and they don't go for it. And then you know what? What if a year later someone else gets your idea and they start doing it and you're like, dang it. I should have started this a year ago because look how successful they are. So many people just take a pause, take a pause break on their ideas and they don't go for them and do not make those excuses for yourself, okay? Do not make those excuses, do the dang thing. And the third thing is stay consistent with it for a year, okay? Give yourself a good amount of time to kind of get it going, get momentum going because if you listen to my podcast episode Last week, I talked about the goals that I made for myself for 2018, and this is the time where I really decided to take my business seriously. At that point, I was, you know, a few years older, quite a few, well, not a quite, like, how many? Five, six years older than I was when I was 17, maybe seven years. Gosh, I can't, I can't do math right now. But I gave myself three months before I expected any kind of paycheck. I made a plan of how I was going to promote myself, how I was going to market myself, and I gave myself three months until I expected a paycheck, okay? You have to set yourself realistic expectations based on your audience, based on your presence online, based on your networking, based on what kind of marketing you're going to do and how often you're going to do it. You need to give yourself realistic expectations and do not give up on your idea for over a, for a year, at least a year, Okay? Hey friend, so I hope that episode resonated with you. Again, I wanted to remind you, if you are planning on selling any type of digital product in the upcoming year, you gotta join us for our masterclass happening February 18th, okay? Visit mbmagency.com slash sales class to sign up and don't forget to use our discount code podcast for $75 off. That is 50% off, okay? So I want to see you there. I want to help you succeed at this 2020. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.